Hello and welcome to the Cloud Services Roundtable and SMB Community Podcast. This is Carl Polichuk. The Cloud Services Roundtable and SMB Community Podcast is happy to bring you information on cloud services, managed services, and other information to help you be more successful. Find out the latest information at cloudservicesroundtable.com or smbcommunitypodcast.com. This program is copyrighted by Carl W. Polchuk and may not be reproduced or rebroadcast without permission. Joyce Blonsky is an experienced financial advisor and has been working with clients in the stock market for the past 27 years. Joyce is a registered representative, securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research Incorporated, a broker-dealer, member FINRA SIPC, investment advisor representative, Cambridge Investment Research Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, Cambridge and Blonsky Financial Services are not affiliated. Hi, this is Carl, and I'm joined once again by Joyce Blonsky, the author of Own the Clouds. And uh, Joyce, thank you for joining us again. Thanks, Carl. So when I think about some, you know, the bigger name companies in technology, um, are they all publicly traded? Are they all ones that I could actually invest in? I would venture to say a lot of them are, yeah. We, we, we have IPOs, which are initial public offerings that go on all the time. Um, we just had a couple here within this last six months. Uh, one of them didn't do so well, and another one is, is uh, up above its initial public offering price. So um, if it's not public, which Facebook is not publicly traded right. yet, um, probably be doing that. There's talk into the 2012 sometime year. It just depends on if they get all their decks lined up, or clouds lined up, Yeah. in his case, or faces and noses lined up, whatever mm-hmm. it happens to be. But um, that's a very well-anticipated uh, initial public offering. And is it possible that it might be a bad investment? That I mean, you'd buy Facebook and it's so overhyped that, that it goes down instead of up? Oh, sure. Anything can happen. Um, they were trying to... Uh, price it not too long ago, I was listening to uh, a piece from a, uh, a national radio show that was saying that Facebook, they were looking at it as a $100 billion plus enterprise. And uh, that doesn't surprise me. And IPOs do get overpriced from time to time. And uh, the market tends to uh, be very efficient and reprice it correctly. <laughs> um, so... I know that you got your disclosure and all this sort of thing, and I know you don't own a crystal ball, but are we likely to see another technology bubble related to the cloud similar to what we saw 10 years ago? I don't see that because um, technology today is actually making so many advances that even if there was a a burp rather than a bubble, uh, it would be a quick one because technology is really moving so fast it's not stodgy. If you think of the, the 2002 crash, uh, we really only had less than a handful of tech companies that were involved, and basically they were laying down cable and providing software and building laptops. So that, that pretty much that was, that was your technology group back then. Today the technology group is just so vast, and it's in just about every genre that you're in. Um, I would say you'll have a burp, but not a bubble. All right. So you think it's not a fad? Oh, gosh, no. <laughs> no, I, I, think, I think the Internet and all things wireless are pretty much here to stay. All right. So 
you made an interesting um, point in the book that you think at some point we will see internet browsers um, uh, that are are actually going to be phased out. We're not going to go to www.cloudservicesroundtable.com anymore. No. no so, so what are we going to go to? What, uh, it's already happening. Um, apps. It's all apps. Don't be surprised if when you go to your favorite restaurant, you see the sign instead of saying, um, they won't serve you if you don't wear shoes and shirts. They won't serve you unless you have an app on your phone. <laughs> uh, it is going to apps. It's a simpler, easier... Well, you remember, and I'm sure your listeners remember having to type in the DOS prompts. Oh, yeah. So apps are no different than having to type in EXIT, you know, when you're at your, at your DOS prompt. So we look at that on those amber flashing screens as just as old as they can get. I mean, ancient stuff. <laughs> well, having to type in www to our children is going to be like having to figure out what is the command for the DOS prompt. So if the world really is going to change like that, and it's difficult, like, you know, I mean, it's hard to believe the Internet as we know it today has been around about 15 years. But it's completely changed most people's lives. Um, so is this going to be in 15 years, in 10 years, 5 years? We already have apps. So, Well, yeah. we have apps, but they haven't taken over, they haven't replaced the Internet. It, it, the Internet is going to become an app user minefield. So when you turn on your Internet, those WWWs are just going to be, you know, a lot of it will be enabled glass that you'll just touch rather than even using a mouse. All right. So who do I invest in if I think that that's what the future <laughs> looks like? Well, um, if I were to give you a list of all of my stocks, that could change in the course of our interview. So I would basically say you definitely want to get a copy of Own the Clouds <laughs> because it is going to help you literally tear through the heavens to find all of those that have silver linings. All righty. So I have a question. Can you give us a quick overview of what's in the book? I mean, what what does it go through? Is it is it for people who are already investors, people who haven't invested in their lives, somewhere in the middle? What is it? Well, it it's a little of everything. It's kind of an eclectic. Uh, the first part of the book, if you have absolutely um, very limited um, knowledge of what clouds are, and there's a vast majority of people who now they've kind of heard it, but they're really not sure how to tie all the ends together. Uh, the first part of the book, the first actually couple of chapters is basically to get people to understand what clouds are, what cloud computing companies are all about. Then it moves. It starts to shift. So if you've got someone who already knows what clouds are, they're going to they're gonna be able to read through that very quickly. They'll get a couple of new nuances that they can use in their you know, moving forward in their investment field. But the heart of the book is really on um, the elements on how to drill down and find the best companies that you want to own going forward. So it gives you step-by-step -step, uh, looking at, um, you know, how to find the clouds that you want to invest in, some specific websites to start mining those companies, if you will. Once you've found them, and I call that the cloud core list. It's a core list of clouds that I that I want to start, you know, gathering up and then going out and researching. It actually, I actually give you my tools of the trade that I do on what I look for. And I, and I can go through those pretty darn quick. You know, this is what I look for. So I'm not actually telling you you need a 27 years worth of history. You really just need an internet and you need this book. And, um, 
do, do people have to be number geeks? Do they have to get out spreadsheets and know all about P&Ls and all that kind of stuff? Um, heavens no. Uh, that would be that would be that would probably turn most people off, to be honest <laughs> with you. Um, a lot of it is common sense, doing your own research. The research that I'm giving, the tools that I'm sharing are once you go, have gone through it once, you're pretty, you're pretty savvy. You know exactly how to hit it, what to look for. Um, in the book, I actually do a couple of basic charts. My favorite is a Bollinger Band and uh, show people how to read it, how to understand it, um, the pros and cons of charting, mostly the pros. I mean, you would not, you wouldn't buy a house unless you walked through it and checked out the kitchen and the master bedroom and the right. backyard. Well, you don't want to own a cloud computing company until you've kind of done the same thing. You want to you want to make sure that they're viable. You want to also go to their competition and see what the competition is saying about them or if the competition is beating them because that might be a better choice. Right. Um, and so from there, I actually give them then a blueprint, a uh, get-started blueprint, a daily blueprint, a weekly, a quarterly, and an annual. And what I've done is I've set it up through um, free services so they can actually get alerts and look at their stock portfolio So you show them click by click how to do this. I actually have, I will have a report um, available to them who buy own the clouds on my on my. Blonsky Financial website, which is Blonsky.com, and that will be a, a free giveaway for them um, January 31st right. as well. And, and because not everybody is, you know, from a, a Polish background, can you spell Blonsky for us? Yes, I'd be happy to. It's B-L-O-N-S-K-I-J. Dot com. Dot com. <laughs> right. It was the J that was going to throw most people off. Yeah, so. it's silent. Um, so, um... All right, so when, when people are investing and they decide that they want to do this, it sounds like you want them to do a little bit of homework, but it also sounds like they could get carried away with reports every day and every week, and you don't want people to camp out and look at their stocks every day, do you? No, um, but you do need to set up news alerts in case something something out of the ordinary comes down the pike. You want to be – you want to – you want to get an alert, you want to see that news story. So I show my readers how to actually go on and set up news alerts based on the stocks that they either own or they're interested in owning. So if something comes up that completely blindsides you, um, you're in the loop right away and can make a decision, is this something that I need to act on? All righty. So if folks buy your book, it's twenty four ninety five, right? Yes. They can go to Amazon, um, and they can buy the book, and then they can go to owntheclouds.com, and they register there with their Amazon order ID, and they get a, a bunch of freebies, mm -hmm. um, which is great. And then they read the book, and now they're geniuses, and they want to get in, in investing in it. They might be just a little overwhelmed. Are you available to sell them services? Yes, and actually, uh, for those that purchase Own the Clouds, I am going to make myself available for to help them get through some of the noise of Wall Street. And if they have a quick question, I've given them a, a code that they can use on an email. They can email me a question, and I'll get back to them within a 24-hour period. That's my promise to my readers. Excellent. And you can give us some links that we can put on Cloud Services Roundtable. Oh, great. So that would be great. The heart of your book covers the four key cloud elements. Can you briefly go over, you know, what these are for our listeners? Yes. The key cloud, the four key cloud elements is really the, the heart of the book. 
So yes, the I call them the four key cloud elements, and they're basically going to help you identify potential cloud companies that you want to own. And so the details that I go into is in the first element, these are considered polar clouds. Polar clouds are absolutely the highest clouds out in the stratosphere. And when you're first getting started, you had asked me in our previous interview, if you know of the company and you like them, would you, you know, necessarily you buy them? Yeah. Would you consider? Well, obviously, if you're on a polar elevation, those are the first ones that are going to pop up into the into your view. So those would go on your um, cloud list. You want to look over all the publicly traded companies, starting with those that you know. And then, and then kind of looking for those that may support them and uh, provide services to them and be a supplier to them. And so on the second key cloud element, basically we're still, we're still looking high above, but we want to look for those that kind of are, are hidden and under the radar. And the, one of the best places to go for that is um, I show people how to use search engines. I show them how to find uh, newsletters and e-zines, which is the electronic e newsletters from the internet, right. um, how to find a, a blogger that might be able to lead you to some of those um, smaller companies that are still avant-garde and very well-known within their industry, which I'm sure some of your folks do. Right. Then the third key cloud element is, is kind of a mid-level. Uh, you want to see what management and what the officers and directors are doing with their shares. So I take readers to an inside perspective of the company and show you where you can find that information quickly and very easily. Once you know where to find it, it's as good as mining gold. I mean, you can go there every time. Uh, I just actually looked at a company this morning, or excuse me, yesterday morning, um, that one of my clients said, uh, should we or should we? And uh, I saw where all the officers were selling their stock options, but the board of directors were all buying stock. Hmm. And I thought, okay, so if the big boys are buying, that, that does speak volumes. Uh, the officers were selling stock options. So obviously they were raising cash for the holidays or maybe to get past the, into the new year to pay <laughs> some of those, those bills off. So you get an interesting perspective on, on what they're doing with their own stock. Um, and the last cloud element is basically the low-level clouds. Uh, you know, the, that's kind of these days we have here in Sacramento when, you know, it's all foggy and then all of a sudden you see this blue patch of beautiful sky. And that, that's kind of like looking at a stock chart. When you look at a stock chart, if you know what you're looking for and you can, you can pretty much tell within just a, a moment's notice that, okay, uh, it's trending up. It's trending down. Uh, then you, I show readers how to look at and how to read and understand Bollinger Bands, which are literally my favorite kind of chart. And you can see if there's a, if the band is starting to squeeze, something's going to happen. <laughs> and uh, and if you're in a strong uptrend uh, that's confirmed, there's not much that's going to knock that stock off of its run. And so one of the things that my old manager used to say is, if it's running, step back. <laughs> Don't do anything. Let it continue to go. It's kind of like flying a kite. You know, when the wind catches it, you can let all your string out. Right. <laughs> yeah. So just let it, let, it, let it go and let it ride. So stock charts are an absolute um, imperative when it comes to investing. It's kind of like looking through the house and seeing, you know, what, what's it made of. So, Very good. Yeah. All righty. So, um... Uh, I'm going to just bounce back and forth here. So I want to go back to the book, 2495, and you're giving your profits away yes. to charities, which is cool. 
but it raises a question. How can I take you seriously as a capitalist uh, if you're giving away all of your profits? Well, the good news is, is I'm in a financial position where I don't need them. How did that happen? I'm pretty smart at what I do. <laughs> <laughs> I manage money really well. So I've been very fortunate. Uh, I, that was me knocking on wood there. Um, and very smart about you know how I invest for not only my clients but myself. And I'm in a I'm very fortunate that I'm in a position that I can be philanthropic with this. And honestly, I wrote this as well, I wrote it because I was frustrated with my clients because they didn't know what the heck I was talking about. It was like clouds, you know, clouds. It's like you mean the ones that are like puffy and white? I go, no, 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 the internet, the internet. It's like, okay. So as I'm writing this book, um, and I w wanted to give this information to my clients so that they could, I could get them all up to speed. So when we're investing, we can have a dialogue and everybody knows what we're talking about. And I, I realized I would never charge my clients to bring them up to speed. And when I, when I recognized the need was far greater than the, my own people I work with, I decided I... I you know, I would donate my proceeds to charity because uh, it was never really meant to be a moneymaker for me in the beginning. It was to inform and to educate. And so now what I've done is I've taken literally the first of its kind investment guide and given my readers insights that most financial people don't want to share uh, <laughs> that they can take and use and uh, do make wise decisions and hopefully do well over time. Very good. Well, you know, I'm in an industry where it's not uncommon for people to charge $100, $150 an hour. Um, and so, you know, they get a little extra money now and then. Uh, should they save it up until they have a big, huge chunk and invest uh, 50000 at a time? Or can they start with 1000 What would you recommend, uh, you know, to your good clients? Um, everyone's going to be starting at their own place and at different levels. And I just say get started now. Um, there are companies that are able to start with a with an automatic deposit, just like you would to a retirement plan, where it comes right, right out of your check, and as little as twenty five or fifty dollars. Obviously, you're not going to be able to diversify a whole lot, right. but you're starting to build a nest egg, and it won't take long. You know, next year, bump it up, and the next year, bump it up. And before you know it, those 20 or $25 increments, they, they grow, and just do it on an automatic basis. Some of the best decisions I've made, I've only had to make once, and they <laughs> carry on for a lifetime. Very good. Um, well, I think that is about it for us. Okay. I really appreciate your time. And I, uh, I really think that the book is going to be excellent, so I'm, I'm very much looking forward to the physical copy when it is uh, released, uh, and that will be available on Amazon. And people can find out more today at ownthecouds.com. And I think that's it. Any parting uh, delightful words for us? Well, I would just say let's go out and own the clouds. Very good. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks, Carl. Joyce is a registered representative, securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research Incorporated, a broker-dealer, member FINRA SIPC, investment advisor representative, Cambridge Investment Research Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, Cambridge and Blonsky Financial Services are not affiliated. Thanks for tuning in to the Cloud Services Roundtable. We welcome your feedback and suggestions. Tune us in anytime at cloudservicesroundtable.com. This is Carl Polachek wishing you a wonderful and a prosperous day.